God is Trinity. Hold on. What's going on? Wait a minute. Oh, welcome, welcome to another episode of Kennel Talk Podcast. Your boy Cadet the Bow Legged Assassin with special guests. I ain't even go through if you wanted to do a fake name or nothing, yo. My fault. Uh, we're just gonna call you Danny. Okay. That's cool. All right, cool. That works. <laughs> Damn, when 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 I never heard this conversation that people thought, um <laughs> God would listen. Trinidadians are crazy. We're we're a special breed of people. Who who's the most um? <laughs> who would you say has the most pride when it comes to the Caribbean? The most pride Jamaicans for sure. They gotta let you know. Sure. Buh, buh, buh. Yeah, they got. But I feel like I also feel like every Caribbean country got pride. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't gonna meet a Haitian and he ain't gonna rep haiti you ain't gonna meet a person from dominican republic and they ain't gonna rep their country but i kind of feel like the jamaicans take the cake though yeah especially when they got their clarks on bruh so um (laughs) they had a like a concert a big concert in st croix recently in the beginning of january i think it was january 3rd or some shit like that and they had that one nigga out there um the nigga with the eyes the woman go crazy for the fuck is his name? Damn. Nice. Yeah, he reggae singer. Dexter Daps. Dexter Daps. Yeah. Mm. Bruh, <laughs> this nigga pants was so goddamn tight, bruh. I was like, yeah, he Jamaican to the bone. For know. sure. For them niggas to, to hate everything, Bati, them boys loved them some tight-ass clothes. Yeah, for sure. Make it make sense. For sure. Anyway, man, <laughs> thank you for... You know, for coming on, um, as you guys can tell, uh, she is definitely Trini. All right, I asked her for a good intro song. You feel me? And, and she went straight to the <laughs> to the roots. She could have did R and B, hip hop. You feel me? Wait, did mm-hmm. I ask you specifically for a Trini song? Say that one more time. Did I specifically ask you for like a Trini song? Yeah, that's okay. Never mind. I set you up. Okay, that's as close as it's gonna get. <laughs> All right, so we'll start off with an icebreaker. And we yeah. probably gonna test it out too. So, um, oh wait, you on your phone right now, right? I am. Okay, maybe we can't but test. I it have out. I have two laptops. I got one here and I got another one here. Okay, maybe you could call somebody. We'll see. So I'm gonna test it out. So this is the icebreaker, right? Who's the one person you think you can guarantee, like that that will guarantee pick up if you called them, like right now? Ooh. And I'm gonna pick one person. Mm-hmm. Like. Without a doubt, any time of the day, you're going to call and they're going to pick up. My sister. You want to test that theory? All right, FaceTime a regular call. It's up to you. It's just a quick, I just, I'm just i just testing it out and I'm, I'm out. And that's it. All right, but yeah. I'm a t- All right, but we're going we gonna to wait it out. All right, we're going to play some more of that little song real quick. Hold on. <laughs> I kind of like that shit. a little vibe. When she get on the line, I'm going I'm to get it out of there. Got a few... Um, <laughs> Island listeners.
As crazy as we might seem to be, we still fight to be a family. Indian, African, or a Chinese, Syrian, French, Creole, or Portuguese. We bless with a spirit fiery. Some people say God is a trini. Sweet woman parade abundantly. No the problem. Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> it didn't quite work out. Wait, hold on, hold uh, on. Hold on, nah. Hold on. Listen, once upon a time, I would say it was my wife for me, right? Hell no. Nah. It's like as soon as she said I do, that nigga started flaking on my phone call. <laughs> oh, it worked. Uh, oh, you put her on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, she's on a podcast. She was just testing the theory and you passed. It's cool. Okay. All right. You, you enjoy the rest of your night. <laughs> she got up out of there. Out of there quick as a motherfucker, dog. Let me see. So for me, it's between my homegirl. Shout out to my dog, uh, Clinda. She was my best woman at the wedding. And my homeboy, Kid G, a.k.a. the second half of Kendall Talk. Let me try for Kid G. Let's see if he going to pick up. If he going to pull up. He better pick the fuck up. That's crazy. Oh, look, at that. look at that! That shit don't even ring, my nigga. Hey, you on the pod, nigga? I was, I was just. We had an icebreaker on who, who you can guarantee is gonna pick up when you call their ass. <laughs> it's always gonna be me, baby. Yes, yeah, sir. All right, nigga, be easy, my boy. Yeah, ain't no doubt. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh shit, that was loud. All right. Um. So okay, we're gonna jump into the topics, right? Um. And you say your sister? That's your older sister, or younger? I'm the oldest. Oh, you're the oldest. I'm the oldest. How many you said? Three? Or was it more than it's that? It's three of us. Three. Okay. All, including me. It's three. Okay. Okay. And you, you got a tra- traditional um, Caribbean family where it's like, you know, some outside kids or? Oh, nah. It's, oh. it's definitely the Caribbean side where they love the Lord. Oh, wow. And, I love that know. for y'all. I love that for y'all. Yeah. Okay. That's beautiful. Thank you. Ross, you on in our family, no. Okay. How was yeah. Trinidad, though, when you went? Because I seen that was like a recent trip. Was that, um, is that like an annual thing, or has it been a while since you've been no, there? No, that was actually my first time going to Trinidad for Christmas. Like, I've never experienced a warm Christmas, so that was definitely a vibe. It was different for me, um, but it was good. It was my, we celebrated my grandpa's 80th birthday. Shout out to him. So that's really one of the reasons we really went down there. Um, and yeah, so it was always, you know, a good time to connect with family. And Yeah, when you go back to the roots, it's like it hit different. You feel me? It like, hit so different. When I tell you my skin was the clearest it's ever been out there, right. I don't know what it is about right. going back to your home country. It just hits so different. You getting that vitamin D, you feel me? Pause. You get, <laughs> you get the, the vitamin D with no, like, filters okay. from bullshit that, you know, the states come with, you know? No, I, even the food, like, down to the food. Fresh like, as fuck. I feel like your whole body just... Fresh as fuck. I love, I love eating out the country, man. Like, that, that's my favorite thing to do. Oh, yeah, like Jamaica. But I feel like, so, you know, back to, you, you brought up Jamaica, man. We um we was all in Jamaica. But that's the first, no, that wasn't the first time. I met you at the Airbnb. Um, yes. Yeah, so yeah. my thing is, right, that was a great time. But it was just like, me and wife, you pulled up too late to where we was, we got there when shit was on timings. And it was like, fuck, bro. Yeah, y'all didn't really have that much time to like. Just vibe. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, we needed that vibe. But it was a vibe with y'all for sure. That's yeah. when the party started. But I get you. Y'all didn't really have that time to like kick back and relax. We went from that damn wedding in Georgia to uh, shout out my cousin, um, my hard headed cousin. <laughs> oh man, we love you, nigga. But goddamn. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna jump straight into the topics. Who do you think? Or uh, I'm sorry. What do you think your role is in your friendship circle? Um, I would say support. Like you, I feel like that's the only thing I could really think about when I look at like the line of friends that I have. Mm-hmm. But I normally, I don't want to say that I don't get called for anything else, but it's always for support and to pray. Okay. So. Anything in relation to, like, getting godly wisdom, right. I feel like my friends normally call me for that, just in terms of just a, a different perspective. Right, right, right. You, said, of, like, the you said your family was uh, spiritual. Is your dad, like, a pastor or something or no? Nah. Yo, I ain't even peeped the hat. Like, you ain't playing that thing. Say, God made. Okay, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said, no, he's not. No, nah, neither one of my parents are pastors, no. Okay, just just heavy into it. Yeah, I just love God. Okay, That's for all. sure. Give, just... give the love and glory. I feel that. So mm-hmm. the people usually go to you for like the support side of things. Okay, I can respect that. Yeah. Um how do you how important is it to have someone to confide in versus someone to like party with, in your opinion? <sighs> Ask me that question one more time. Like how's how okay. As far as like you're the person to support, right? Do you think it's more important to have that person where you can like let your your guard down with as far as a friend or the person mm-hmm. like, okay, I want to go out. Let me turn up. Let me hit this person up because I know they always ready for a good oh, time. Oh, nah, I, I feel I'm definitely the one that's always down to like connect. So that's connecting is, is more important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you're going to go to a party and catch a vibe for what, three hours? And what you going to gain from that? You know what I mean? Right. You're going to spend like $200. Where? Two hundred. Where? Try and get told or something. You know, you park somewhere you wasn't supposed to. Somebody step on your foot. Now you got to fight, and you don't even. You know. You yeah, know. A lot, you know a how lot of shit. Down. A lot of shit come with but it. Yeah. I just think it's beautiful to just connect and you know, chill environments, chill vibes is like my type of speed personally. So I think anything that's like just a space where you could connect with people, with your people. Word. When's your birthday? February 4th. Aquarius. Next Sunday. <laughs> gang, gang, gang in this bitch. I for sure. I'm not really into the signs, but it is. Nah, good. I feel you, but sometimes they be on point. Like, I was watching some earlier, and, like, <laughs> the dude, what's his name? OMB Peasy, he a rapper, right? He was saying, um, <laughs> he was saying he ain't into the Aquarius thing either, or the Zodiac signs, but he was saying something like, um, Everybody think that Aquarius... Okay, so we they, they call him a lover boy, basically. It was like another podcast I was listening to. So they call him a lover boy, and he was like... They asked him what his sign was. He was like, Aquarius. They was like, oh, really? He was like, yeah, why everybody always think we ain't lover boys and shit like that? And then he <laughs> said something that's real. It's like, we don't show our emotions. You yeah. feel me? Like, it could be fuck you or you broke my heart, but I'm not going to let you know that. You know what I mean? Like, do you yeah. agree with that? I mean, or the other way around, I feel like... Again, like, it's hard for me to put it on a sign thing, but I could say for myself, right? Like, <clears throat> when people meet me, people normally think that I'm, like, 
men. Facts. And you, Same. you know what I mean? Like people automatically think that because I just be, you know, I don't, I'm not a person that be in everybody's face. You I keep just in the like, scene, so you gotta agree with the zodiacs, bro. It is what it is, I, dog. You know, I don't believe in it, cadet, because I just feel like it's so limiting. And this is true. You know, I'm not saying I, I, it's I, it's the overall thing. I'm saying it's like snippets. You feel me? Like little things that it's like, okay, yeah, I fuck with. That's true. That is true about us. Because me personally, everybody always think like I'm going to be an asshole or whatever. I'm just like, I don't walk into a room just smiling at everybody's face. Because then if you annoying, now I'm stuck talking to your ass the rest of the night. Like, <laughs> I want to peep the scene, see your energy. Oh, okay, I can fuck with this person. They cool. Blah, 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 and keep it moving yeah. from there. I think some things take time. Mm-hmm. And at least for me, you know, as you go through life, it's like you're not just about to be mingling with any and everybody or right. in, in whoever face like i just i'm just never been one not that i'm not cordial mm-hmm. or respectful to like you know i could i could be that person but i'm just not outright like hey like oh my gosh like right. what's your number like right 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 it just, you know so the reason i asked that right was um being that like okay you're the supportive friend right so a lot of people come to you with their problems whatever it may be big small mm-hmm. do you feel like like you take on their emotions or their burdens as your own. Does it ever become like uh, too much? I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't think that it becomes too much because I would say that in my immediate circle of friends, I feel like the value that I give is the value that I get. Mm-hmm. So it's never a situation where I feel like I'm. I'm like giving something that I don't get back in return. Now, if there is a time, cause you know, I feel like when you have that gift to like reach people or like, you know, you're an empath or you could pick up on this, like people could feel your energy. So mm-hmm. it's most times they do end up gravitating towards you and end up wanting your perspective and asking for advice. Um, you just learn to set boundaries, you know, because people will really blow your phone up asking, like, oh, I need to talk to you, I need to talk to you, I need to talk to you. But I feel like once you have a sense of, like, what your limit is, you could say, like, listen, like, I, I want to be there for you, but right now I just need time for myself yeah, or, yeah. you know, whatever. So just learning how to set those boundaries. But with my friend group, I don't really ever feel like that, to be honest. Okay. Not even with my cousin, because that nigga can be... Nah. Nah, K is he can give a headache, man. <laughs> He's a headache, but... I be trying to navigate my cousin's decisions. He's a blessed headache, though. <laughs> I be trying to navigate his decision. I just be like, man, god damn, nigga. <laughs> that my nigga, though, man, but god damn. So, like, okay. Hmm? Go ahead. Nah, so, like, me, right? So, like, back in the day, I felt like... I sometimes felt like I was a burden, right? Because... Um, my ex, that was a long time ago and I hate to bring that shit up, but like when I was with my ex, um, and like we would have our issues and I'm like bringing it up, I just felt like, damn, it's the, it's the same subject. I just kind of felt like, damn, like I hate bothering this person with this shit, but I low key need to vent. And mm-hmm. then it got to a point where I wasn't reaching out anymore. Cause I'd be like, man, fuck this bitch, man. I, I'm done. I'm done. And that was like my <laughs> fifth time saying that shit the month. You mean it's so, like. It kind of got to a point where I was just like, damn, I kind of felt like, nah. Did you you ever felt like you ever had to, like, drag something out of somebody because they, they ain't really want to say nothing about it? Um, 
Yeah, you know, but I, I feel like timing is everything too. Mm. Like when, because sometimes you know, like I'm sure, like use your wife or your best friend for example. Like sometimes you're not even like you might not even be around or or in close proximity to them, but you could just feel it. You know, it's like an energy thing or you just know your people, you just know when something's off. And sometimes as you as you grow in those relationships, you know when to say something and when not to say something. Or you know you kinda you I don't know, it's kinda like cracking a code. Like, you know, I'll try next week or I'll give it a couple of days or she'll she'll probably call me and tell me in two days. Um but I don't know. I don't think you should feel I feel like that's something men feel in general, like when they're communicating. True. But then See, this is another aspect, right? As a man, right? Um, cause we gotta we gotta do that work, and he he grown, man. This nigga old. He got hella grazy for me. He old. He like late fifties, and mm-hmm. and some shit happened to where, um, I don't know how to put this in like some regular ass talk, but basically, oh shit, I don't so basically every year you got to like bid for where you want to be as far as your position, right? Yeah. So the place he he's at now or he was at, he he didn't bid, so he missed it. Right? Mm-hmm. So he's not technically there. So now they bouncing him around in different places. That's the, at least the option. But yeah. now his whole energy done changed to where it's like it's like he he making it seem like niggas did it to him. Like that's mm-hmm. what that's the part where I don't really respect um as far as like taking down other people, because I've never understood that. I understand when people are having a bad day, this, that, and the third, but I've never been the one to be like, okay, you know, okay, for example, okay, let's say my wife pissed me off and I'm going to go to work and be like, yeah, fuck everybody. Right, right, right. For me, I always took like, okay, if I go to work or if I go to something else, like I'm using that shit as a distraction. Like I'm doing my work and I'm not thinking about that shit. So I never understood when people be just so angry. And so mad about some shit you ain't had nothing to do with. Because now it pisses me off. Because you taking out whatever happened at your crib right. on me. Oh, and now it's here. fuck you in my eyes. That's how I feel. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't, I, I don't know. Maybe I should give a little remorse for it. But I don't. I feel like as, as grown adults past a certain age, you should be very much in control with your emotions. Like, you need to yeah. control that shit. You know, I, I agree with that. I do. Because I was kind of having this conversation with somebody the other day. And I feel like a lot of times we make excuses for the things that's normal mm-hmm. in the world. Like, oh, like if like if somebody wakes up right and they're having a bad day, like it's like the they they're having a bad day just because they woke up on the wrong side of side of the bed, and now everybody gotta deal with that. I just yeah. feel like no, like how about we change that perspective nice. and say that that's not normal, and maybe you should journal. Maybe you should write down the things that you feel to help you understand what you're feeling mm-hmm. and that your whole day doesn't have to be bad because the first 30 minutes of it didn't feel good. Right. You know, and feelings are very temporary. Like your feelings could change. And I feel like I feel like one of the one of the main things that you probably can't control if it happens is like, OK, dealing with a death. Right. It's been two, mm-hmm. two separate occasions. I was at work when I got bad news about death. You know, and, um, you know, rest in peace to Gerard and um, Sonia. I'm tripping. I was about to call her a different name. (laughs) He's Sonia. (laughs) You feel me? Like, both of those news is like I got at work. But at the same time, I took that moment in the bathroom. You feel me? I cried, got that emotion out, and then Mm -hmm. jumped back in it. I don't know if it's healthy or not, but I feel like I cried. 
I did what I had to do, and I kept it pushing from there. Why, why is that not healthy? As nah, because I feel like I probably could have got more out, or I could have probably went home. You feel me? I might have probably could have went home in that moment. Because those yeah. those things, like death, is like them things like you you can't control how somebody reacts. That's probably the only thing that I'll probably give a pass for, someone's emotions being like yeah, whatever, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Like, that's the one thing I've just been peeping, like, with, with, with people these days. Just like... Age don't mean nothing as far as maturity, like, because for me, like, bro, the temper tantrums and shit like that, because you ain't have your way, that shit is for people like my daughter, who is about to be (laughs) one on Valentine's Day. God bless her. You can't be older than me, and I'm about to be 34 in a couple days, you feel me? You can't be older than me and over here throwing hissy fits because something ain't go your way, like. But you know, you also know what that is, too. Like, I don't know that man's story, so I'm not trying to put that on him. Yeah. But people... People go with what they're used to, so it's like if I'm if a person is not used to being heard, they're gonna walk around stomping their feet, almost acting as if like somebody owes them something. And it's like, don't nobody owe you nothing. You know what I mean? Like we all gotta figure it out. And it just sucks when you meet people who just wake up every day and choose not to figure it out because that's basically what they're doing. Yeah. And it also cry for help if when you really think about it. Yeah, facts. Because Cause one of our coworkers, she was saying like, yeah, that nigga just looking for attention. And there's so many different ways. Just, nigga, just say what's on your brain. You feel me? Like, yeah. When, when I know you're looking for attention, that's when I'm not giving it. Like, bro, use your words. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, yes, use your. That's exactly what I tell my nephew all the time. Oh my goodness. You, you see that your nephew? How old is your nephew? Yes, he's four. You Chase feel me? Four. Like, bro. I ain't Child. got time to baby out no no grown ass fucking people, bro. Like it just don't make sense to me, dog. Okay, so being that you're the support for damn near everybody, right? Because <laughs> basically both of my cousins that hit you up at one time or another. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> who do you go to for your like when you have a moment where you need somebody to be like, damn, am I tripping or whatever? I can't say I'm not. I would never say that I don't go to nobody. I would say I mean you know who Shelly is. Shelly's my yeah. best friend. Yeah. Um, Shout out her. I would say I would say she would be number one. Well, God will be number one, really. Word, word, word. Because I'm I'm also a person, and my friends know this. Like I'm a person that I don't know. It almost feels like I don't want to say that my healing processes be accelerated, but I'm just so aware of what I feel. Like, I'm very aware of the things that I feel. Mm -hmm. So because I'm aware of it, I also know that if I feel sad, these are the things that, these are the steps that I need to take. If I feel anxious, these are the steps that I need to to take. Mm -hmm. And whether that's in a spiritual sense, whether that's in, you know, everyday sense, like, I just feel like God is just kind of always, not kind of, he's just always my go-to. Like, I don't really know any other way to do that. And it's also things that I've seen my parents do, my mom do, my grandma do, my aunts do, you know? So it's, it's kind of like second nature, you know? And then, and then my friends. So when I'm talking to them, it's kind of like a, this is something that I went through Mm -hmm. or this is something that I experienced or, you know, this happened uh, yesterday and I'm already breaking it down because I've already digested. Right. You know, or processed it. Like I, I was dating this guy one time, and you know, it it was different because 
things would happen. Like he would tell me something that I did um, that bothered him and I could process it in that moment and apologize. Like, I don't really need time to think about how I made you feel. You're telling me how I made you feel. Like You, you ever not apologize? Because <laughs> it's like, you know they asked for apology, but you just like, nigga, I wasn't wrong, so fuck your apology. You ever had no moments? In moments like that, <laughs> I would say, I'm sorry that you feel that way. <laughs> I need to start trying but, to do that. And I am sorry that you feel that way, but my intention was not to hurt your feelings or to make you feel like that. Word. So I would go into depth about why I'm my, not about to apologize. <laughs> I'm not. About, I mean, yeah, in a, in a sense, I'm, if I didn't do anything, I can't apologize. If I don't feel like that, you feel me? I, yeah. What I can't apologize for is probably how I, how my actions made you feel. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't my intent, you know, but I would say my best friend, shout out to them. Cassell, Shelly, Aisha, okay. um, you know, Shakira, but you know, I, I, I just feel like we all are we all are super independent in a lot of ways, and not to say that independent people don't need people, but I feel like we we all process our emotions before we, you know, mm. kind of reach out and ask for advice. So most times it's really just like us talking about what happened and how it could be better the next time, if that makes sense. True. Cause for me, I feel like I got I got different friends for whatever I'm feeling like. Um, for sure, if I'm looking for like someone to, am I tripping? I'm gonna hit up my homie uh, Clinda because that nigga finna give it to me raw pause every time. Like even if I'm right, even if I'm wrong, right? When she tell me I'm right in a situation that I'm just like, it was kind of a crazy situation. I'm just like, oh shit! If she tell me I'm right, nigga, shit. You feel right. me? Because she going to put me in my place every time. But if right. I'm on some like, yo, I just need to vent, like on some, I'm pissed off outside of my wife or something like that, I'm finna hit up my homeboy, um, Gerald, you feel me? Because he just he just be going with the flow, you feel me? He going he gonna to pick up regardless. Like, this nigga could probably be with a patient, and he going to be he gonna hit me back. Yo, hey, I'm going to call you right back. All right, bet. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And he going to hit me right back. Because a lot of times people say, I'm going to call you back, and it'd be like the next time Don't you talk to their ass. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Those friendships are important, though. Hell yeah, you. I mean, I fuck with all my friends, but you gotta, you gotta know your friends. You feel me? Like you can't. Oh, for real. Yeah, you can't. You like how old you get. Those things again. are important. If you say you're gonna call me, call me. Yeah, yeah. If you say, you know, I just feel like we getting older, and like you said, like you know, we're not children anymore, but mm. there is still a need for that connection. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when you're gone. Like I'm, I'm freaking away from everybody, so I'm like, that's why I try to hit up people. And when people come across my brain, like in that moment, I try to like text them or call them or something like that, and be, you know, just check up on them. You never know. You never know. Yeah, because like once again, back to my homegirl Clinda, like I was just picking her brain the other day, and I'm just like, she telling me everything going on. Oh shit, how many alarms do I got? Anyway, because usually I'm coming to her event and shit like that. And I just was just like, man, what's up with you? And she was telling me, I'm just like, whoa. You feel me? Like, sometimes yeah. we, we got to take them times out. You know, we always hitting up the support person. But we got to ask the support person, like, yo, you good? What's up with you? How right. you doing? You feel me? Like, sure. but, um, what's hmm? the reasons where the whole crew going through it? You said that, Sarah, again? Sometimes you run into those seasons where the whole crew's going through it. Yeah. You know, and sometimes emotionally everybody just not available. 
but that's why for me i feel like that's why you it's important to have that mm. connection or relationship with god because you know what and i think my mom my faith in God, you feel me? Like, I ain't gonna lie, I'm not a big church person because the church, I don't really, mm, the church and got ran by, by you know, humans and humans mm, do what they want <laughs> and change it how they want. But as far yeah. as like spiritually, you feel me? Like, definitely I, I rock with God 100%. So for me, like, when it comes to things like stressing, right, I don't necessarily stress things that I can't control. You feel me? Right. Like, if it's something that I can't control, like, that's my motto. If I can't control it, I'm not gonna stress it. And right. I think people will go through life a lot happier if they do that. Yeah, I agree. You trying to go crazy over something you legit can do nothing about. Yeah. Like for what? Yeah. And the thing is, too, you learn that, like, and, and rightfully so, because you have people on Earth, humans, who've been through some real things. Like, there are people who have had some crazy experiences in life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to some degree, I could understand that, you know, but... I do think that it's important to like not sometimes we fight not having to go through nothing. And sometimes those, those experiences be important because it like, you know, it builds character. It just teaches you a lot of lessons just in terms of like your own strengths and what you're able to, to go through and survive. You know what I mean? Or just gain understanding. And I think that those things are not important. I'm not um, mad at any L's. All L's are lessons. That's how I feel about it. Facts, for sure. I'm mad at none. Um, all right, we're going to switch switch the flow real quick. All right, yeah. so once again, so both parents are Trinidadian, right? Both, both my parents Trinidad are Trinidadian. and Tobago. All right, Um. so <laughs> what would you say played a bigger role, having your father in the house or growing up Caribbean? played a bigger role in your upbringing into the woman that you are today that is the support system for so many people <laughs> dang today you coming with these questions <laughs> um honestly i would say both and i can't i've never ex- lived life without both of those things like right. <laughs> it's impossible for me to grow up not being Caribbean because I grew up in a very traditional Caribbean household and I've always had my dad, you know? So I think I would never know what life is like without it, you know, other than looking through the lens of like somebody that I may know that has grown up without grown up without a dad. Mm. But I would definitely say that like, am I supposed to pick which one I enjoyed more? Like, is that yeah, what you, let's is say that the that. question? Let's say that. Yeah. Yeah. Better say your daddy. <laughs> um, you better say your I, daddy, girl. I would. I wouldn't want to grow up without a dad, so I Word. would. I would choose having a two parent household for sure. For sure, definitely. Right. I I could rock with that. You feel me? I'm a I'm a I'm a, a girl dad. You oh, feel me? Dad, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I feel like you know you got the double blessing because as much as it's always an argument, like you know. <laughs> Uh, the black household versus Caribbean or African or whatever. Like yeah. I've, I always hate those conversations because it just is what it is. Cause we can't say that black people don't have culture. Cause they definitely do. They you absolutely know? have culture. Yeah. It's always that conversation of, Oh, they don't have this. Nah, they definitely got culture. Cause these same, like what uh, the burner boys and shit like that, they pay homage to that same black culture that, you know, sometimes 
let's let's keep it a buck though, because we've heard those things like, oh, you can't be acting like a black American and this, that, and the third. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's I think that's very common in you know in um Caribbean households going to like public school. Yeah. You know, I, I, I went to private school for like a number of years, six years of my life, and then I went to public school. And you you hear that like, you know, that Americans um oftentimes take for granted um the system that they have access to. Right. But you know, when you Caribbean or when I was young, I'm not thinking I'm not understanding fully what being an immigrant means and what they didn't have access to and the dream that they were sold. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, as I got older, it's like, nah, the dream is actually a scam. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like, and we say things about Americans without fully understanding the history and the things that they've gone through. Like, and, and that some people in America are still going through. Like, people literally still have slaves. There's literally still sundown, con- like, not countries, um, states. States, Facts. You know, so I think it's, mm, if, if people could, like, meet each other and just be more, not meet each other, but just be more open-minded and understanding, and at the end of the day, we're all black. Like, you Listen, put a Haitian I always attorney. say that, bro. Like, the KKK do not give a fuck about my background. <laughs> like, you, you are a nigga. Another <laughs> black American and a Trini and a Dominican, that's that's our color. Mm-mm. I know black. That's I Dominican. Clear. I know black. That's, that's not light skin. <laughs> They're not going to ask you, well, which one of y'all is American? Yeah. Y'all all fact. black. You know that's what I'm saying? Fact, so, I just, it, it, you just see where, like, that goal of separation right. and, like, division is, like, right. that seed is, like, always planted. Um, and we do it to ourselves and sometimes. And know your history, it'll eat you up, for sure. What I, I've seen this um, video, I don't know if other people have seen it. Uh, <laughs> it's this girl, I think she's, um, she was, she was stateside black or whatever, um, but she be posting videos of her cooking like Haitian food for her man, yeah, Haitian mm-hmm. man. And she was like, <laughs> Wait, "I appreciate shit like that, huh?" She's not Haitian. Nah, she's American, but she's Ooh. like, yeah, she's like, she's pronouncing the shit, but with like that, you know, that American accent. She's like, <laughs> so my Haitian <laughs> man wanted Dewey John John, and I'm just like, I fuck with that type of shit because like she's taking that extra time out. But that's love. To learn. Hell you know, yeah, that's, that's what love, we need like, more of. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay, so like growing up with your father, right? Because he's okay. So for me, right? I, obviously, I'm a new dad. I'm only eleven mm-hmm. months and change into it. But, bro, I love my daughter to death. You hear me? Like to the point where I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about these boys that I'm probably gonna have to beat their ass, scare them off with my guns type <laughs> shit. But I just my my biggest thing is just like for my daughter to know, like her dad got her whenever for whatever it don't even matter what it is right so like growing up with your dad what would you what would you say is like one of the top things that he probably instilled in you instilled in you that you think you're gonna take on like forever um sheesh um knowledge is power and you said just one thing right you could name a couple it don't matter um knowledge is power um Always save your money. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Hell yeah. Ooh, child. 
outside costs two hundred dollars a day. So that's <laughs> facts. Always say, <laughs> and he will always say, he will always say, don't let people rent space in your head. Facts for free. So that's something that I definitely will always carry with me, like always. So I would say, I would say those three things. Okay. All right, and then back to the Trini side of things, right? Mm-hmm. What's a common stereotype, or not even a stereotype? What's a negative of of being like in a Caribbean household? Because I seen one when you was in Trinidad. You feel me? So like, yeah, I just want you hear. did. Yeah, Ooh. you kind of named it, but I don't, I wouldn't say it's a negative per se. I want you to tell me what it was though. It's being a girl. Like, it's like, when you're a girl, it's like mandatory. You got to do these things, it seems like. Because you was washing dishes. I think oh, my. Like, did you see that? Oh, my God. Such yeah, a humbling like, experience. Nigga, I'm, in, I'm on vacation. What the fuck am I doing washing dishes? But it's like. Do y'all want to hear the story behind that? Go ahead. <laughs> it seems like you got finagled. It's <laughs> so. Yeah, the, the nice the, fit on and everything washing dishes, dog. <laughs> so, the day that I flew in, that night. If I'm not mistaken, I think that night we had, um, like my grandmother always has like a a grandchild a grandchildren's dinner, so all her grandkids come over and she has dinner, like, and we you know party chill whatever. So of course after you cook it's dishes right. So everybody went to sleep. The next day was my grandpa's party, and they had like a crew to go to help set up. And I'm, if you saw that Instagram post I had on a green shirt with my grandpa, he played cricket and it was like a, a whole ensemble of him on there. Okay. So in the morning, I was like, nah, I'm not going with y'all to, to set up nothing. I'll stay home and wash the dishes. Yeah. If you're from the Caribbean, you know that sometimes the water goes. Okay. Power and it was my, maybe goes. it was my turn. Yeah. It was my turn that day. The water went, there was no water in the tank. So my aunt lived up the street and my cousin called her and was like, yo, like, we don't have water. Do you have water? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, I have water running in my thing. Just come by the standpipe and just wash all the dishes. So we had to pack her trunk with all the pots, all the dishes, drove up to her house and washed everything by the standpipe. And it was for me, it was just so humbling because. We don't, I don't go through stuff like that in America. Fact. You know what I'm saying? But it was also, it also taught me, not not that I don't value family or relationship, mm. but it, it it showed the importance of togetherness, to be able to just call your aunt that live up the street. And she'd just be like, yeah, like, just just come. Yeah. Like, just go by the standpipe. Like, it's, like it's nothing. Sure. So, did I want to do it? No. Yeah, no. But do I feel like... <laughs> it taught me a lesson of like gratitude to be more great to, to have more appreciation for the things that I do have. Absolutely. Cause we take for granted being able to, and I hate washing dishes. So we take for granted, you know, being able to just have access to soap and sponges and water without thinking twice about if it's going to go for the day. And then you got to consider taking a, a shower. Oh, so you got that cold like, water. Hell no. Oh, no, they probably going to boil that bit, though. That's some Haitian shit, though. Like, <laughs> hey, boil that motherfucker and mix it in with that cold-ass water, and you good to go. Get you a little, um, get you a little bucket. You bet- don't go. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Living out here has been humbling as a motherfucker, though, because, you know, those of you that don't know, I'm, I'm living in the U.S. I've been living here for, like, what, over a year now. 
This shit right here, boy. How is that experience? Shit, ghetto, man. Shit, ghetto. <laughs> ghetto in what way? Power be going out, fucking, bro. Like when I tell you these niggas is on island time. If motherfuckers say they shit open at seven o'clock, that bitch finna open at seven thirty, and they not finna get no fucks. Oh, that's another thing in the crib, and they are patient. I oh my gosh! I am not. You wait for your food for like forty five minutes, I'm and not. nobody complaining either. They just waiting. I can't do it. Like legit, just now, right? I got off work at like five o'clock, right? Five fifteen, I probably left left the office. There's a spot that got some banging ass shrimp Alfredo, right? So I'm like, all right, let me call them. They don't pick up. I'm like, cool. I call up my home girl. I'm like, yo, what time that place open? She say, oh, they they open the window at like seven. I'm like, all right, cool. I go sit in the parking lot. I'm catching up watching videos on YouTube and shit. I'm like, let me give him a little grace period. 7.05. I look. The window's still not open. I call him. Nobody picking up. So then I leave and I, I text my homegirl like, man, I'm like, I'm tired of this bullshit. Niggas never on time. <laughs> so she's like, wait, hold up. Go back. I think they're open. So I go back. The next curveball. Oh, yeah, we don't. We don't serve the shrimp Alfredo until 8 o'clock. Nigga, what? Why do we have so many fucking rules, nigga? I've been <laughs> off of work for damn near three hours. I'm not about to wait again, bro. Like, mm-hmm. now out here has definitely been different. Like, like you said, taking things for granted stateside for sure. Like, just having a washer and dryer in your spot. Like, that right there, mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. I Ooh. am scarred. I don't know about you as a child, but we had to go to the laundromat, and I hated that shit. Absolutely. The only I will say though, I love folding clothes. You do? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like therapy. It take me a while, but once you clear everything up, I'd be cool on that. Like I like seeing that thing cleared up. But let my wife say it. Like she she knows <laughs> I don't like doing. It. I don't like folding <laughs> shit. I will wash it all day, but I don't like folding it. Bro. Yeah, I like. I don't like the washing part, but I'll fold it. I like watching because she done shrunk a couple of my little graphic tees over the years, man. I fuck my shit up. <laughs> Niggas that buy graphic tees, we know them shits is not cheap. I end up with like fucking halter tops by the time she ends yeah, up. Yeah, def- they are definitely not cheap, child. Yeah, bro. You got to cold wash it and hang dry that bitch. Shout out to my dog, Clinton. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, That's the one thing. And I don't think the Caribbean um beefs as much as they used to. Like how I used to be like Jamaicans versus Haitians and this, that, and the third. I kind of feel like that kind of has gone by the wayside because we all enjoy each other's cultures. You feel me? Like, Oh, know, yeah, absolutely. Some of the Caribbean that ate Haitian food, and they like, yeah, I fuck with that shit. You know, Haitians always feel like they Jamaican. You feel me? They listen to a little Buju, and, you know, everybody Jamaican now. You feel Up me? after that. Say that again? But that's everybody. Yeah, we all fuck with each other indirectly, but it, it, at one point it did seem like it was just like, you can rep your shit without being disrespectful. That's how I always felt. You know, yeah, for sure. Even even with preferences on, you know, if you like white girls and you like Spanish, whatever your preference is, you can have your preference without being disrespectful. That's all. I'm saying. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Um. Let's see but here. You said that though, because I didn't even think about the being a woman thing, and it it um like what's a common misconception or is it, was that the question you said? Yeah. Um. Yeah, because that's kind of that thing, because, like, I don't know how strict your parents were, but I know a lot of Haitian households, they are strict as hell when it comes to the girl. And, like, the boys literally get away with murder, so I don't know how that that transfers over to the other. You know, I don't really know how it is with boys, because, obviously, I never had a brother. 
Okay, but so it, yeah, I meant to ask you that. So it's two sisters. It's two sisters. Damn, your daddy still got his hair. The the middle is you know yeah starting to go. <laughs> middle is gone. Okay, <laughs> it's gone. He got four, he got it's four girls, his okay. wife and three three daughters. This mm. is gone. Mm. Shout out to him. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like. I don't. I don't really know what that's like, but I know that I know that for me, my dad was not playing no games with none of us. Like, but do you? Okay, in the moment, right? So this is my thing too, because I'm I'm pretty I'm feeling like I'm probably gonna have that with my daughter in the future, but I'm trying to explain it as best I can to where she understands. But like, when you was younger, right, and your dad may have been strict and this, that, and the third, like you felt a way about it in the moment. Absolutely. But now looking but back, you know what it also is, I feared. I was afraid of my dad. Oh, yeah, but you love him, but you were scared of him. I loved him, but, but you know, I think it's important to know what know your parents also. Like, I knew that my dad didn't, you know, he went through that thing that most kids in the Caribbean went through where your parents leave and go to America and they send for you. Okay. But they, they never really sent for him, so he kind of, you know raised himself and his brothers Mm -hmm. so i can't imagine what that might have been like and how callous that could have made him Mm -hmm. so so now you have girls you a boy yourself you you helped raise your brothers god only knows what you was doing and your brothers was doing just just i can't imagine what it would have been like seeing life through his lens Mm -hmm. and then having girls Mm -hmm. and trying with them <laughs> you know my dad was not he was a great father he was a great provider is 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 it is sorry right. he he is a great dad but I, I guess i'm just speaking like from when we was little right right um, but he is a great dad was always a, a great um provider but when it came down to like emotional things that's what not, the caribbean be lacking yeah when it came down to emotional things, no. But I guess that's where I had my mom um, to kind of, like, balance things out, you know? But it would, like, your question was if if it was something that I felt in the moment, absolutely. And I'm, I'm very sensitive. But do you look back on it and understand where he was coming from, though? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't, it's nothing that I, it's something that I know that in my old age, whatever it is that I had to heal from, that I have to take accountability for that now. You know, I'm not, I'm never going to sit here and, and bash him or blame him for anything. I feel like we're all humans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you have to choose to just be understanding and forgive and also just be grateful because I could have had a, a, a far worse that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was Shitty just blessed. I lived a very good, good life. Yeah, shout out to my punk ass sperm don't He ain't shit. Um... Yes, <laughs> but you know, like you, okay. So even with my mother, right? I, for me personally, she might have said it before, but me, I never remember hearing her say "I love you" until I was in the military and I was gone for like four months, and she came to my graduation and she was just overwhelmed with emotion after me being gone so long. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Your mom, yeah, my mom. She was like, "I love you" and shit. I was just like, "So this day, I remember because I'm like, bro, it's like I never remember her saying that shit before." Yeah, I think that's very common though in in Caribbean households. You know, I don't know what kind of life you you know your mom had, mm. but 
I know my grandma was like that. I, I it was like a I knew she loved me, mm-hmm. but I never heard her say it. Yeah. Because I feel you like with I mean? them, they just feel like, yo, you eating, you got clothes on your back, you got a roof over your head. Why would you ever question my love? Like, I'm doing these things because I love you. Yes. Like, I'm, I think that's what it was. And they, you know, most times, I don't know how, how anybody else grew up, but most times, you know, both couples are working. I don't think it was. it's always that situation where, you know, the mom stays home and the dad is out working. For my mm-hmm. grandma, she was definitely doing her due diligence you know just making sure and she has six kids so it was a lot for her i I just remember her always saying like oh do your homework but like the nigga never really checked on if i did my homework they always (laughs) just tell you to do it but they never really like right follow through until you get like a phone call from your teachers and shit like that i remember one year i was in like i don't know what grade third or fourth grade and this lady, I still remember her name, Miss Kemp. It had to be third grade. Bruh, she called my house, man, because I was bad as fuck when I was in school as a little kid. She called my house, <laughs> and I happened to pick up, and she was like, Cadet, can I speak to your mother? I said, wrong number. Click. Right? And I'm sitting by the phone. I'm just like, Duh. she called back. Right? Five minutes go by, she don't call. I'm like, all right, cool. I might be in the clear. It's like she knew. You know how in those movies where it just slows down and then you hear the ringer just ringing in slow motion? Mm-hmm. I walked away from the phone, you know, back when we had little landlines. And she called <laughs> back, and I'm just hearing, Brrr. and I look, and my mom go up to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was like yesterday, man. I just, I'm looking at her. She's staring at me. And she was like, yes, with her little Haitian accent. Oh, really? Oh, okay, okay. And then she said in Creole, "Let me finish the telephone, my my wabo." I was like, oh. "Man, my mama tore my ass up, dog." Mm-hmm. Up, but the one thing my mother used to say, right, is like that I I could say that definitely carried over, and I understand it now. Is uh, be aware of your friends and your surroundings, cause mm-hmm. like. Even something yeah. as simple as, like, you taking a ride from somebody, right? You don't know what's in their car. Mm-hmm. You get pulled over with it. It's just like, bro, it's it's everybody's in that car. You could you could have ran into a cop that just wanted to be a dickhead that day. Yeah. Your homeboy could have been like, bro, he ain't got nothing to do with it. And he's still going to put your name in it. You still got a record. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. those little things that she used to say that, like, as an older adult, I'm just like, damn, okay. I'm glad I kind of listened because... Ain't no telling where I would have been if I ended up getting a record for whatever stupid nonsense I could have got into as a, as a, yeah. a teenager or whatever it was. But yeah, like, sure. but like now I'm just like, what my thought process is, right? And I can't I can't speak for your dad, but like niggas ain't shit out here, and you don't want your daughter yeah. to become yeah, a you don't. victim or a stereotype to some little punk ass kids. Absolutely nonsense. And it, you know, also too, like when you're young, you don't really put certain things into perspective, but like, even like pregnancy, right. Yeah. As like get, going through that. And I, I have, I have not, I don't have any kids, mm. so I don't know what that, what that's like firsthand, but both my sisters have children. <clears throat> so, um, you know, just seeing, I mean, my younger sister is married, so her experience is different, but right. my other sister, you know, she's a single parent. And 
it a lot of that burden really does fall on the mom yeah. you know when you're when you're not with that so i can also as a parent i can't imagine like you know imagine shy getting older and you know god willing i, I pray that she has a different experience but you know where she can cultivate a family in a marriage mm-hmm. uh, or just a safe union but <clears throat> imagine going through watching your daughter go through that by herself you right. know what i mean like and and not having that that relationship that safe thing that's that got i don't know what that's like but i saw her whether she want that nigga to be buried or cremated it's basically however she wanted to go i ain't playing none of them games dog because i thought i've thought about that too right because like even with my wife when, when she after she had my daughter like i would say her pregnancy wasn't too crazy like she you know she had to she hated my dog at one point like she had him locked up in his cage all day because she was like, I can't deal with his smell and like stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But outside of that, it was a pretty decent pregnancy. Yeah. I hope I'm a, I'm gonna do an episode with her where we talk about you know both of our experiences. You definitely do that. Yeah. So just the aftercare, right? I'm just like I'm doing all these these things that I didn't even like hesitate on doing, and in those moments, I'm just like. Ain't no way a woman should choose to have a baby with some ain't shit nigga. Like, mm-hmm. a nigga you done known for maybe a year, you you gonna have a baby with them, bro? If you don't take your ass to that clinic, I'm sorry, bro. Like, it's certain situations you should not <laughs> go through with just any dude, bro. Like, because yeah, imagine if it. you got a rough pregnancy and then this dude out here running the streets or he don't even claim the baby. So now you're going through these things by yourself. Like pregnancy is no, for scary. Sure. That listen, I, the Bible says all children are blessings. Right. And I, you know, I don't ever try to go against God's Not the word. Baby daddies are the baby mama sometimes. <laughs> what you said? Not the baby daddies are the baby mama sometimes, man. <laughs> but I mean, you know, to each, each its own. Like I always that, knew like, I did not want nobody to be my baby mama. Like, yes, that's something. Could that, that's something I've been saying to myself since I was young. I always said, Lord, I do not want to be anybody's baby mother. I yeah. don't. I don't want to experience that. I don't yeah. want to experience a. Pre- I didn't even want to. I don't till this day don't want to experience a pregnancy with a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know what that feels like. Word. I respect that. I don't. And I'm not saying that those things can't happen. I'm not even judging people that. Some everybody, you know, everybody's situation is different. Sometimes people, mm-hmm. boyfriend, I'm girlfriend, they got the perfect situation. Yeah, for me, I know I couldn't rock with that, not at all. Mm-hmm. And and I'm just glad that I you I waited because, you know, I ended up giving Cheyenne the perfect mom. You feel me? Like she she rock out with my daughter the same way I rock out with my daughter, and that's yeah. with every ounce of our being. Right. Sometimes y'all just gotta take y'all time, man. The dude is yeah, out there, or she's out there. It don't and matter. I, you know, things do happen, but I do. It, it's so important to just, you know, like you said, take your time. It's just so yeah, important, man, bro. That pregnancy kid, thing that is is very serious, man. I was, I, man, I'm pressure washing vagina after after a baby done came through. Like <laughs> I'm saying, pressure wash for it. I don't even know the name of the bottle. It was like something that I was like squeezing some type of like liquid in there or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I didn't have an issue doing these things because I'm like, bro, this lady just pushed this beautiful, perfect little human being out of her vagina for me. Like, bro, whatever you need, I got it. It's cool. Yeah. No judgment over here. That's what partnership is about. Hell yeah. I I think my daughter had shit inside her vagina at one point. During Uh, I wasn't in the room at that time. <laughs> That's crazy. My daughter been disrespectful for a minute now. All right, so we're gonna end it with this. Um, how would you say you practice mental health? How do I practice mental health? Um, prayer for sure. Okay. Um, prayer. Um, being comfortable with telling my allowing myself to feel my emotions i think sometimes it's so easy like you know it's, it's like culture to be like man i'm good like i'm i'm good yeah. like you know this happened but it's okay but if, if i'm not okay it's okay to say that i'm not okay mm-hmm. if if it's if i was in a situation that i wasn't supposed to be in and my feelings are hurt you can't tell me that i can't feel like this because i feel like this Word. you know what i'm saying so just allowing myself to feel but also take accountability I think um, being open to to counsel and, you know, wise wisdom, I would say that. And, you know, just talking about your feelings with somebody that you, that cares about you, that loves you, and that creates a safe space. That's that's what I would say I do. I agree with that. I think for me, the way I practice mental health is like low-key isolation, man, like, just like closing off the world because I'm one of them people I can talk to whoever. It don't even matter. Like, yeah. even if I had them days where I go to work and I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to be chilling. Like, yeah. People going to end up in my space and we, you know, I, I like to have a good time, man. It don't matter what we're doing, bro. We could have, we could be arresting somebody, bro. We, I'm going to joke around. Like, I think, right. you know, like even when back in the day, I used to work for TSA once upon a time in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And, like, bro, we working together on the lane on the x-ray, bro, we finna have a good-ass day. That's just That was just my vibe. But then it's just some, some days I'm just, like, it's not that I'm depressed or nothing like that, but it's just, like, I just want a vibe. But I don't think I usually get that at work. So, for me, it's one of them things, like, okay, I get home. I might It might be as simple as just watching a movie or watching a show, mm-hmm. something where I could just unplug. Because back to what I was saying earlier, like, okay, um, what's the word? Is it empathy? You can feel people's emotions and stuff like that. Yeah, like being an empath. Yeah, yeah. empathy, empathetic. Right. Being, so, being like, empathetic. for the most part, like, I can feel people's pain. That's why, I, like, with death, sometimes for me, I don't even know how to, like, maneuver it. Yeah. I maneuver it better if I'm seeing someone else's emotion off of it. And then they get me overthinking, like, damn, I couldn't imagine, like, losing my mom right now or some shit like that. It just be like, ah, no, that... Then they get me down that little rabbit hole. But for mm-hmm. me, like, I like isolation and then where I can just zone out and I ain't got to worry about either someone else's problems or mine. I ain't really, I ain't even going to say I got problems like that to where I'm stressing anything, you know? Right. Shout out to God. <laughs> I ain't really got nothing to complain about, man. I'll Listen, I'm blessed, dog. I'm blessed. But. You know, just just unplugging from the world, man. I took my little social media break. It's about to come to an end. And and it it felt good, you know? People sending me TikToks. I'm like, yeah, I ain't on social media right now, so. Listen, even God rested after he did. Yeah, (laughs) facts. 
sometimes we look at that as like a weak thing, but coming to yourself and just sitting in silence and allowing your brain to process and, or not even think like just to yeah. sit there and exist. I think those things are important. Yeah, but to you, do. do you do those things? Are you at that age where when you get in your driveway or wherever and you just sit in your car for like whatever, how long? Well, you know, I, I, I ain't gonna say a car, but I will definitely come home and just sit on this couch. I won't turn the TV on. I'm not like a big TV person. Okay. Like I'll really sit here. You just zone out. You know. Where you I, live? In, you live like in I Jersey or New York? Jersey. Okay. All right. I get New York vibes. Nah, nah, nah. I just, you never know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely a Jersey girl. What part of Jersey was born? Jersey City. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> You from Jersey too, though, right, Cadet? I can't say I'm from there no more, man. I was born, I was born in Newark. Were you born here, or were you born in? Yeah, and no, I was born in Jersey. I was born in Newark, but I was, you know, I oh, knew okay. Ir- I knew Irvington because of uh, um, Cassell and his family. You know, they lived there, so every summer I was over there all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I can't even claim Jersey like that. I only claim Jersey as far as like dress code because my dress code is not Florida at all. I can't get down with Florida dress code. <laughs> you ain't with the country style? Hell no. I can't do it. <laughs> we wearing we're like wearing five different reds. I can't do it, dog. Listen, when I was in Orlando, I, I it's almost it dumb people want to be cold so bad. They wanna be cold? <laughs> <laughs> Well, when I tell you, I was out there sweating, <laughs> especially at night, uh, and some had on a jacket. Like people had on jackets. Like, I'm wait, what was the temperature though, man? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What was the temp? I can't even remember that, but it was. When did we go out there? Was it it was summertime. It was like probably spring. I don't know if it was. A, it was probably spring in Jersey. You know, if it dropped to seventy, niggas be losing their mind though. That but it was something like that, and I'm like, bro, it's literally not cold. I'm yeah, just no, like, do y'all want to go good. up north? Like, yeah. I'm trying to understand what oh, was how that? you did that. But, right, <laughs> <laughs> you did it with your hands. Whatever you gotta do, like the right. spirit fingers. Um, but, nah. Yeah. So even here, even here on the island, like if it if it hit like 75, they like, bro, it's cold outside. I'm like, bro, y'all niggas was tripping. I'm hot. I don't know if it's some, some vitamin they're not getting in the Caribbean, but they, or just where it's a warmer climate, but they be cold. Right. And I'll like be 85 in someone's crib, they're going to be with a blanket on, bro. I can't do it. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be moving to Canada. That shit was negative 27. I don't know about that because <laughs> that's OD. But I'm looking forward to being in the cold weather, bro. Like, I feel like niggas, you find out who could dress when they in cold weather. Oh, that is a fact. That is when it's hot, I'm not trying to be like Dougie or fly. Like I'm dressing to not sweat my balls off, bro. Like I ain't. <laughs> I'm not worried about nothing. I got on, man. Where the shorts at? Let me get a, a pack of white tees and black tees. That's all I'm wearing in the summertime. Stylish until it's it's cold outside. Facts, though. That's why I kind of I enjoyed Northern San Francisco. Like Northern Cal, mm-hmm. I never knew it was cold, but like when I lived there, I was I was rocking with it because yeah. Know, like layers but anyway all right this is where we end the podcast um i definitely appreciate you for coming on it was a nice calm conversation you feel me I just wanted to definitely switch it up. nice thank you for having me i appreciate for it sure, for sure uh this is time where i take i let you know the guests 
shout out whoever like if you know somebody online with a with a company or business that you want people to visit this is the time i give them to shout it out and then i'm gonna tag it as well well get your taxes done with apex <laughs> shout out to Perry. shout out to cash shout out to Cassell, shout out to my sister Arnell. They all doing taxes, so hit them up. Um, should I tell them their Instagrams? I don't know. I think it's Apex, right? Apex Taxes, Apex something like. Something. I'll put it in the description. Cadet gonna put it in the description, y'all. Word. So hit shout out to them. Um, shout out to Cadet. Make sure y'all follow. His on Spotify, goddamn it! Listen on Spotify because Spotify cutting checks, man. Apple Podcasts ain't cutting check. But then again, you know, listen wherever you're going to listen because I still need the numbers to run up. <clears throat> and shout out to me because I definitely do makeup. So if y'all ever on oh, yeah, the sure. north side, out in, feel free to hit me up. I have a podcast coming soon, a couple things coming soon. So be on the lookout for that. And yeah, Cadet will have my Instagram in his Word. description. I got also. you. I got you. Once again, man, it's your boy Cadet, the Bow Legged Assassins, Kennel Talk Podcast, man. Y'all be great. Y'all be good. Enjoy your 2024.